Sunday Sit-Down with Jared Scaley. Oh, yeah. Every Sunday from 11 to 1 on ESPN New Hampshire. All right, Sunday sit down, ESPN New Hampshire as Ross pulls the mic off the stand. Who that Pixar said, right? WWE. Give me the mic. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Pixar. Uh, you're listening to us here, 912.50 a.m. in the arm's length area of Nashua, New Hampshire. Tune in app, ESPNNHradio.com if you want to join us, 603-883-9900. I give it every week. The fax line, 577-8682. I hope someone has been faxing I'm that telling number. You, I really do. Honestly, we're if you get one person to fax it, it's totally worth it. We're I, getting faxed. We're just not checking. I, I can check. There's somebody who's saying you got you a fact check. I got a fact check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big show on tap. Obviously, the news of the week was Rob Gronkowski uh, being out, what? so we're going to touch on that. Um, what happened to him? Oh, I don't, you don't know? Okay. Didn't hear a thing. Watch the game at one o'clock. You'll find out. All right. He's Um, playing, right? Oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) All right. Of course. Uh, Mike Petralia of WEEI Trags, as he is known, is going to join us at eleven twenty. Talk Patriots. Talk Gronk. Um, But one thing I want to bring up first, where we get any sports things related. Well, actually, two things. One, let me do this first because I haven't done this yet. Um, Our general manager, Justin Bastinelli. Bastinelli, excuse me. His last day was Friday. From this show, I want to send a shout out to him. He's been here for like nine years or something stupid like that. he gave me the, the reason why we have the show is because yep. of him. So I want to give him a huge shout. For sure. Best of luck Absolutely. for him on his ventures next uh, next steps. Um, I won't. I know his next steps. I won't announce him on air because he hasn't announced him yet. <laughs> so I won't do that. If you want to know, insider I'll, information. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you guys off the air. But um, his, his next step is probably with his right foot. Uh, <laughs> and then left. Even and then right. Seems, and then seems like left. a left foot. <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so works. best of luck to him. Obviously, he's going to be missed around here, but um, we'll keep going. Off, obviously, um, other thing is, guess who called the station like twice in the last like two days for Steve? Our number one fan. Our number one fan, Mia. <laughs> Cousin Mia. <laughs> Cousin Mia called the station. Mia, if you're listening, keep calling, man. She's I love definitely it. listening. If she called the past two days when we don't <laughs> have, she a called show. for the Celtics <laughs> pregame. Yeah, 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 yeah. She will be here. And she told me, I was like, oh god, I don't know if anyone's watching. <laughs> Luckily, Jared was. So I'm gonna be like, who? She comes in. She's all she does like, hi, is Stephen McCarty available? And I'm like. Oh no, hun, who is this? This is Mia. Oh, is this cousin Mia, the one that beat him in the game at Dude, the party? Honestly, yo, <laughs> hey, 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 if you honestly, if I'm here and you don't put her on the line, she's gonna come down there and kick your ass, dude. Honestly, she's twelve, but so, she doesn't take Well, you gotta control the phone line, so if she calls today, yeah, that's yeah, on you. Exactly. Does she just call? Does she just call like she without she knowing called? anything? No, she had no idea who's here. So or not. she could call during like the big shows in the afternoon. Yeah. She can call whenever she wants. Yeah, that's what I'm worrying about. Mia, keep calling. Mia, call away. Anytime. Mia, Mia you have no restrictions. Keep that on speed. Do dial. you? Yeah. A- anyone causes a problem, send him to Ross. Ross hi, hi, yes, yes, exactly. Hi, is Stephen Accardi there? No, sorry, he doesn't work here anymore. <laughs> we don't have him on file. <laughs> Steve who? <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Ross. <laughs> Appreciate you on my back. Love it. All right. Um, that, I just got a huge kick out of that because yeah, she no, called it once, awesome. and then she called me again and here, while I was here. It happened to be both times that I was and here. And you, when you sent that that group message, you're like, guess who yeah, called? Dude, and it was like madly, and <laughs> I'm like, he's like me, and I'm like... Hmm. And I didn't think of like your cousin at first. I'm thinking of any Mia that I knew. There's only <laughs> one that came to mind, and I was like, "Uh oh, she definitely didn't call this." <laughs> Ross's backstory. Yeah, that's, that's a good exactly. idea for a podcast. Just, just life stories of Ross. Oh. <laughs> no. <you're... laughs> um, if you didn't know, popcorn. we are on Facebook. Grab we are on Facebook Live today as well. Um, so if you get sick of listening to us on the radio and you want to see what we look like. Ruin that mystery. Yeah. We're on Facebook Live as well. We all have um, faces for radio. Well, you get the back of Jared's head. You get the back of my so I'll, I'll turn around during thing. the break. <laughs> yeah, 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 turn on, hit the you shout get, out. You get Jared's good side. Yeah. <laughs> the best side. The best side. Um, all right. So, big news this week, obviously. Rob Gronkowski 
out for the year now. Officially, Patriots have put him out there. Yep. Him and the te- them and the team have both put out a joint statement. The family one that's weird. They do that. Yeah. The family joint statement thing. I don't get why they do that, but they do it. Bill's, Bill's got to hate it. It's, it's, it's just not a thing that Bill Belichick can enjoy. He's, no. He's got to be pissed off that the family's this involved in it. I mean, do you think it's because they uh-huh. want to make sure they're on the same page? Because the family's kind of crazy. Like in a, you have to. Well, I mean, also keep blame the family though. This is his third back surgery. Like, wouldn't they? Like, I. The, and he's already the, walking. He was walking like, like the prior injuries. Did you see what he said when he was walking too. He yeah. He's yeah. like, all right, see you on the dance floor tomorrow night, boys. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> and his brother's like, all right, we're gonna pimp out this this walker. We're gonna get some wheels on it. Leave it to the Gronkowski family to do a back injury. Um, obviously, the reason why he slipped to the Patriots in the first place was the back issue coming out yeah. of college. Um, it's his third back surgery. Third he's back like surgery. And now the biggest question is, and we're gonna get later into what this means for the Patriots as a team. What does this mean for Rob Gronkowski? Because I've seen things now. Does it mean he's all done for the career? Because that could be a thing. You know, if he can't come up from a back surgery, Bo Jackson. third back surgery for a guy like that who plays physical as a big boy, can he come back from this? I mean, I think he can. It's just this is his third back surgery. He's also had the knee. The Patriots ruins his forearm, too, because they had him blocking on special teams when the game was over. But I just feel like you have all these injuries. You're 27 years old. At some point, you have to look at life beyond football. But I just feel like Party. knowing Gronk, knowing Gronk, honestly, I can't see that this is the end. Like He's just like... He's going to be hanging out with that Mia that I was thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't see him. I can't see him just hanging up the cleats. But I just, I mean, it's 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 getting to that point, though. It's definitely in, in, in consideration. Well, just look at the only other person that's had, like, three back surgeries in the past couple of years. Tony Romo. Yeah, right? <laughs> look don't, what happened. Don't, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Granted, totally different specimen. But it's just, once you start screwing up your back, it, you're never, ever going to be the same. So even if he comes back, it's... You're going to have to play real tentative with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, the first couple of games, but even for the rest of his career, it's like, all right, well, that's looming. So mm-hmm. and that's, just, that's it, though, because it's it's not just like – it's not a repeated injury to the forearm, repeated injury to the leg. It's your back. And when you when when you still start having back pain, yep. it happened in the Jets game. When he went down, it wasn't really a hard tackle. No. When he went down, he felt pain in his leg, too, and that's it's, it's a sciatic yeah. nerve damage. And nerve damage in the back can be a scary thing. What happens if this guy? What happens if he goes down next year? If he I mean, decides to come back, no matter what team he's on, me and you are on the same page with that. I don't know if he'll be on the Patriots next season. I think Bill's done with him. But but this could lead to guys. This is his back. This is his. The, and you watch the way he goes down. And you core. watch the way he plays. You watch the way he goes down. Every time he goes down, it looks awkward. He's you know, he's such and a like, big dude. And then he obviously he's athletic, but he's such a big guy. When he falls, when someone tackles him at the knees, his back whips. You know, so. And that's kind of what happened with the Jets game. And they have to hit and, him hard. They have yeah, to hit him hard. Because no he's so big. He's going to bounce off him. And you're talking about nerve damage. I mean, nerve damage is literally paralyzing. Like, look what happened to Steve Nash. He had the nerve damage in his back. He was three years removed from an MVP season with Phoenix. Yep. And he went to the Lakers. He couldn't even walk. Like He just was a struggle to get up and play every day. Not alone be a point guard and run the offense when you have Kobe Bryant demanding you the ball and fast brace all the time. So... Nerve damage is not a joke, and that can literally handicap a player for you know playing and going forward. Because like, how do you fix nerve damage? And you're comparing it to basketball right now. This is football. This is a sport where you're literally oh, yeah you're, you're get, allowed you're to getting, hit people. That's my point. Get, yes. You're getting cranked. That's my every point. week in and week out. And especially when you're the biggest target in the NFL, people are going to hit you in the back, chest, <laughs> legs, the kneecap. 
people people are going to be taking those shots, and if they know the weak points on you, they're going to go after them. If they oh hit Gronk God. in the of back, of course they do. What if what if Gronk? It's a real possibility. This is three back surgeries. What if he gets hit next year and he can't get up? What if he gets hit next year and his legs don't? And see, does Gronk think about that? Because you know the Gronkowski his, you know, family. His family is, and his family has a huge influence on him. His family has to think about that. They clearly care care about this guy. Mm-hmm. They took over Bill Belichick, who doesn't give a crap about anybody else, and. He, they're, they're, they are getting built to put out joint statements. Well, and th- yeah, and think that's, that's what I was going to say. Like their family is so involved in everything, and no other player, and not they, even Brady, not even Brady's family, is this involved with his injuries. Well, and whenever even, they happen, not even that. That his family is like insanely. They do so much for multiple organizations around here. Back from their oh, because Gronk's great York. in the community too. Oh yeah, yeah. and like that, and the thing with it, if even if it is is this is the last season, maybe next, whatever. In the sense of like Big Poppy, he's built such a name for himself, even nationwide. Like yeah, a lot yeah. of people don't oh, yeah. like him be- just because he's on the Patriots, but, but then they're like, is, "Oh, yeah. well, he's on my fantasy team, so I love him." But either way, <laughs> they, they, he, he <laughs> built this he, year. He built himself. He is a marketing tool himself. Yeah. So he'll he won't have a problem getting through life for the rest of it if if football isn't a thing anymore. And obviously, he'll be so involved with football. Still, he'll be coaching. He'll be doing all mm-hmm. this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And his brothers are coming up. Okay, cool. I'll go hang out with Blake them. Gronkowski on the practice squad every yeah. other week. And well, not, he, even, he not even that too. He he can get into the family business. They own one of the biggest companies in the in the country that um, provides like gym equipment, all the Bowflexi types, all that crap. They their family oh, owns one well, of the Gronk, biggest no, Gronk, companies. Gronk's just gonna like say, you know, I'm pretty sure this is still a thing. Cause I know a while back when he was getting all these deals and everything. He had still not spent a dime of his yeah, salary. No. Oh, I'm that's what sure he yeah. said. I'm pretty sure he still hasn't, if, yeah. that's, if that's true. Well, he, has so much he, he could live money. off endorsements. But I guarantee you, for... he prob- it probably is true, because Rob Gronkowski is that popular. He endorses everything. He's par- Like Dunkin' Donuts probably paid him an arm and a leg Dunkin oh, to Donuts do stuff for David. A ton of money. Um, that sports so, drink company, they are obsessed with him. He's yeah. Like, he's like their, the face of what's, what's that sports drink. Um, I know what you're talking about. It's got the weird, it's like the lime green it's logo. It's pretty good. I forget what it is. Did you try it because Gronk was on it? No, I tried my roommate. Monster. My roommate. On, he's on the cover. He's on Monster. He's on Monster. My yep. roommate was like a, uh, he was an intern for him. I forget what he's going to be pissed. He's on the cover he's of Madden. It's the That's Madden curse. Never, ever be on the cover of Madden. Why, why does anyone want to be on the cover of Madden? Because Blows my mind. Okay, players can't openly admit they don't want to be on the cover of Madden because of this curse. They know, they can't. Yeah. It's such a thing also, that they just can't what's the, say. What's the royalties for him getting on the cover of Madden? I think it's a lot. A lot. That's my point. So, like, who's going to turn that down? And not everyone in the last ten years has been hurt. You know, it's been a consistent thing. Um, I think the I'll, biggest one, I think honestly, the biggest one from the Madden curse besides Gronk in my recent memory, Peyton Hillis. Peyton Hillis disappeared. Oh no, there's a lot of them. There's no, but that's the most. <laughs> who, who is dramatic, that? That's the most dramatic one though, <laughs> because Peyton Hillis with the Browns was <laughs> phenomenal, like really good. And then he got on the Madden cover, and he just got hurt, and then fell off the face of the he earth. Disappeared. It he was disappeared. like it was like it was like he was never even in the league. They deleted all of his files out of and the system. And you can't even say it was the Brown system that made him good because the Browns don't have a system. <laughs> yeah, so I don't even know what it was. Actually, I think I think one would be more would be Michael Vick because he's on the cover, and then a year later he had the dogfighting indictment. Well, that wasn't arrested. an injury thing. That was just him being a. How about how about Vince Young? Yeah. Sean Alexander. Okay, those careers. Vince Young was, was never that good. No, he wasn't. Vince Young wasn't a good. It's not Gronk level. It's not. You know what I mean? Like, and Rich, only one that really. I mean, Richard Sherman didn't have an issue. Richard Sherman didn't have an issue and the only one that didn't have an issue was they did they did Troy Palomalo and, and Larry Fitz. Palomalo got hurt. Yeah, yeah. Larry Fitz didn't, but that's half. Yeah. The cover. Yeah. It's not the full that's thing. only half the curse. Yeah. yeah. Only half. Only half curse. Which I mean is nice. Drew Brees had a decent year in twenty eleven. Yeah. I, I didn't even know he was on the cover. Calvin Johnson was on the cover of thirteen. I think he got hurt. Wasn't the same since, you know. So, yeah, retired, and then, so. and then he, I think that was the year he had the drop touchdown. Yeah. Right? Oh, 
You're just trying to make this happen now. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but honestly, if you look look throughout like the the history of Madden, I think it's like 85. The only person that had a great year was Ray Lewis. Sunday sit down, ESPN New Hampshire here. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, Mike Trally, uh, Trags, as you might know him from WEI, joins us to talk Patriots, talk Gronk, talk Celtics, whatever. We're gonna ask him. Might ask him what he thinks about Mia. Who knows? Stay tuned. If a disaster ever struck your home or business, would you know who to call? Make Peniel Environmental your first choice in disaster restoration. Peniel provides comprehensive fire, water, mold, and asbestos remediation services and are family-owned and operated. They clean up and restore every square inch of damage so that it's better than new once they are finished. Plus, Peniel works with all insurance companies and provides the industry's best warranty. For a free consultation, please call 885-317-8236 or visit PenielENV.com. There's no better place to watch football than Buffalo Wild Wings. Monday night, Thursday night, or all day Sunday, visit your local Buffalo Wild Wings at 8 Loudon Road in Concord or inside the Mall of New Hampshire in Manchester for the best football watching experience. While you're there, grab a Bud or Bud Light Hall Draft for only $3.49 or a Goose Island IPA for $4.99 all December long. Join the fun for Bud Light Wednesday Night Trivia at Buffalo Wild Wings where you can test your knowledge and win great prizes like ski tickets. Buffalo Wild Wings in Concord and Manchester. Wings, beer, Sports. Here's what you missed last week on the Fantasy Champion Show, presented by North End Subaru and Mazda. Tristan Cockcroft of ESPN.com is our guest. At quarterback, for example, you've got the Browns giving up a whole lot of fantasy points lately, but they're actually not the top matchup for quarterbacks because if you take the strength of, of opponent, it kind of brings them back down to a top 10 matchup, but not, not the top one. So it's another one of your mathematical schemes, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Get your football Sunday started the right way with the Fantasy Champion Show, Sundays at 10, only here on ESPN New Hampshire. Radio. Is your business in search of commercial property? Garrison Glen Corporate Park, located in Exeter, New Hampshire, is a highly desirable suburban business park located just 10 minutes from Portsmouth. There are four lots remaining, ranging in size from approximately 10 to 20 acres. That's Garrison Glen Corporate Park in Exeter. Don't let this opportunity slip away. For more information and other property listings, visit CushmanandWakefield.com. CushmanandWakefield.com. Sergeant R.J. Anderson's dream was to take to the skies. I've always wanted to be a soldier, but my ultimate goal was to be a pilot. I think I was meant to, to fly. I had just applied to be a part of the 160th SOAR Regiment, and I was going to airborne school that next Monday. So I decided to go on a motorcycle ride with my buddies. We were going through a turn, and that's all I remember. That's the day everything changed. I was told by the doctor that I would never walk again. Thanks to Paralyzed Veterans of America, competing in adaptive sports lit my fire again. They help you transition for the rest of your life to that individual that you want to be. Sports like hand cycling really pushes you to, to find who you are in that redefining moment after injury. With PVA Sports, I've, I've found my freedom. Now when I think about my future, the possibilities are endless. For more information, visit pva.org, a public service of Paralyzed Veterans of America. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata, and I will never forget meeting Alyssa, who suffered from hyperacusis. Alyssa virtually lived in her dark bedroom, and when I spoke with her, I had to do so in a gentle whisper. What is hyperacusis? Well, imagine being at a movie where the soundtrack is turned way, way up. After five minutes, you just have to leave holding your ears. Things like turning newspaper pages, running water, your child placing dishes on the table, all are intolerable to someone like Alyssa. 
Hyperacusis is a strange condition, but even people who suffer from serious migraines experience it. Now, you may not know someone like Alyssa, but her story underscores that all of us are being constantly bombarded with noise. So friend, take the earplugs out and turn down the volume. And when you have a chance, visit disabilitycampaign.org to learn more about hyperacusis and other disabilities. Outdoor Almanac, brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Games Wildlife Journal. You don't have to be a history major to know that a lot has changed since 1865. Just look out your back door. As author Jack Noon explained in the January-February edition of Wildlife Journal in an article titled 150 Years Conserving New Hampshire's Wildlife. In 1865, the legislature authorized the governor to appoint two commissioners on fisheries who quickly set to work introducing landlocked salmon and smallmouth bass to the state and attempting to restore the salmon and shad runs. A few years after that, the fish commissioners were charged with wildlife responsibilities as well. Hunting licenses were introduced for non-residents in 1903. In 1917, fishing licenses became available. In that 150 years, there have been many fish and game success stories and some that didn't quite make the cut. But because of those efforts that started in 1865, deer, moose, bear, eagles, and turkeys is not the uncommon occurrence it once was. Outdoor Almanac is brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Game's Wildlife Journal, the magazine for people with outside interests. Nobody talks sports like we do. You're listening to the number one sports station in New Hampshire. It's ESPN New Hampshire. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. Hi, I'm Steve Riccardi. The Patriots are set to take on the St. Louis Rams today at 1 p.m. The Patriots will be without star tight end Rob Gronkowski, who was placed on season-ending injured reserve when he was forced to undergo back surgery. Martellus Bennett, Chris Hogan, and Julian Edelman are all listed as questionable, but are expected to play. On the other side of the ball, slot wide receiver Tavon Austin and sack machine Robert Quinn will both not play today. The Rams have given head coach Jeff Fisher a two-year contract extension. It wasn't pretty, but the Celtics got their second win in a row when they narrowly defeated the Philadelphia 76ers 107-106. Isaiah Thomas led the way for the season with 37 points. With victories over the NBA bottom dwellers, the Celtics' next game will be a true test as they will travel to Houston, take on MVP candidate James Harden and the Rockets. Tuka Rask was dominant yet again as he blocked 35 shots en route to a 2-1 Bruins victory over the Buffalo Sabres last night. Davey Krejci and Patrice Bergeron provided the offense for the Bees en route to their second win in a row. The Bruins have to day off, but will be back in action on Monday when they battle the Florida Panthers. Lonzo Ball on number 11, UCLA ending Kentucky's 42-game winning streak in the Rupp Arena when they knocked off the Wildcats 97-92. Clemson clinched the playoff berth of the ACC title with their 42-35 win over Virginia Tech. Alabama remained undefeated when they defeated Florida to win the SEC West title. This 90-second update was brought to you by Budweiser. This Bud's for you. All right, we're back. Sunday sit-down, ESPN New Hampshire. Big game today. Not really for the Patriots at 1 o'clock against the Rams. And Jeff Fisher, who got an extension today for some reason. Jeff Fisher deserves a two-year extension. Why would they do that? Why? I don't know, but this is this is the kind of day when the Jared Scaly, they're going to blow him out rule probably will go into effect. It's scary. And you say my last name wrong. Scally. <laughs> the intro's wrong, so I mean you might as well say it wrong. That's what I get it from, the intro. <laughs> we got to keep the continuity here. No continuity. 
As long as that's Why the only thing that's wrong. Not a thing on this show. I'm just going to keep this up for Ross. Here you go, Ross. Oh, it's my jam. Works for the Facebook Live. The radio listeners, not so much. Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I look at it as... I don't know why he got an extension. Why would why would they do why is Jeff why do they think why Jeff Fisher is a good coach? Head coaching job. Mediocrity is love. Dude, he's what are they right now? Four and seven? And he took golf over Wentz? Like yeah. those two right there should be done. Pack I, your bags. I wish we had that clip of him from Did you guys watch Hard Knocks this yes, year? Yes, when, when he, he was like, We are not gonna settle for seven and nine. We're not gonna settle for <laughs> eight and eight. We're not gonna settle for nine and seven. We're There's gonna settle for four and twelve. Team. Yeah, hey, he didn't he didn't rule out four and twelve. <laughs> no, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. So maybe that's what he was going for. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are now joined by Mike Petralia, or Trags, better known, from WEI. Uh, Trags, wh- why would Jeff Fisher get an extension? That's a great question, and uh, certainly it's a question that's being bandied about down here in uh, Gillette Stadium in the press box. But it's convenience. It's, it's familiarity. Uh, it's the transition, and he's being rewarded, I guess, for the fact that uh, he's put up with a lot uh, of transition and instability in the organization since they moved from St. Louis to Los Angeles. That's the only thing I can come up with. And I, used, uh, you know, you had me on hold. Was the other coach that you can't understand why he's still around is Marvin Lewis? Yeah. That's another good one. Yeah. Yes, because <laughs> Marvin Lewis is just I, as bad. I, as a Cincinnati native, that would be uh, my uh, fierce question. You know, my uh, question that I wonder all the time is why does Marvin Lewis stick around? But he's probably going to move upstairs. Maybe uh, they want to keep just. Jeff Fisher and the organization to do likewise. I have no idea. So it's just guesswork at this point. And certain owners have their people, and Jeff Fisher is um, certainly uh, somebody Stan Greinke is uh, familiar with and comfortable with in LA. Certain owners just don't like to win. That's very true. <laughs> comfortable with four and twelve. That's the way it looks like. Um, Drags, what do you make of the Gronk situation? Obviously, now we know he's out for the year. Um, what does this do for the Patriots? Um, can they still win without him? Just kind of what is your what were your overall reactions to this team once we heard the news? So the way I break it down is uh, the regular season and the postseason. I think the Patriots are going to be able to find ways to win uh, against the teams they have left on the schedule and win in the regular season. Uh, but come postseason, when there's even more focus uh, on game planning and focus on taking away uh, certain players, that's when I think the Patriots. Uh, might struggle. They are one and two in playoff games without Gronkowski, and uh, obviously they're going to get to the playoffs this year and have to find a way to win a game again without Rob Gronkowski on the field. I think they can. I think they have um, much more versatile receivers this year with the addition of Chris Hogan and uh, rookie Malcolm Mitchell. I think they're in a much better position uh, and much more suited to handling life without Gronk than they were perhaps last year, and obviously now with Martellus Bennett also in the picture, that helps as well. Uh, but uh, obviously it's a big loss, and, and it's Tom Brady's binky, it's Tom Brady's favorite target uh, in the passing game, and what Gronk can do, uh, not only getting open, but obviously what he can do after the catch is a big part of Gronkowski's game. And uh, they also miss him in the run-blocking uh, game. Uh, that's you know, something that I don't think has been talked about a lot right now, and that is how are they going to, um, you know, make do in, in the running game without Gronkowski? Because when you have Gronkowski on the field lining up on the edge, you have to, you know, he's a double threat. He obviously can break from the line of scrimmage. He's a triple threat. He can break from the line of scrimmage, catch the ball, he can drop back and pass protection, he can stay in and pass protect, or he can run block. Those are three different things he can do on any particular play, and uh, teams don't have to prepare for that anymore. 
So in the news this week, the Patriots gave Marcus Cannon a five-year, $32 million contract extension, uh, which a lot of us, you know, was mixed emotions at this table right now on that contract. I kind of just wanted to get your take on that. And with people getting contract extensions, I heard they might want to lock up Martellus Bennett, making him a priority. I haven't heard anything about Dante Hightower, and I'm kind of getting concerned. How do you feel about that? Okay, so Dante Hightower is a more complicated case. And I think that the reason you, you get a contract done at this part of the season uh, is the other, both parties are willing to get a deal done. And I think certainly Marcus Cannon is familiar with the Patriots, and the yeah. Patriots are very comfortable uh, with the progress Marcus Cannon has made over his career. They think he's taking, taking um, huge steps forward in the last couple of years. Uh, every offensive lineman, especially every offensive tackle, is going to get beat here and then. And it's going to happen two to three or four times in a game you don't want it to happen but you know when you're facing you know the league's best pass rushers um you're going to get beat a couple of times we see it with nate solder as well um but there's nobody saying that he's not a starting tackle um in the nfl there's nobody saying you know tom brady's not saying that he he wouldn't uh want to have nate solder out there i think he would uh but uh, with marcus cannon you're looking at a, a an offensive lineman uh who knows the system Patriots are very comfortable with him, uh, and it's easier to get a deal done with a guy like Marcus Cannon than it is Dante Hightower. Sure, sure. Hightower is going to command uh, top-tier money uh, to get a contract extension and stay in New England, and that's going to be a more complicated process to iron out, and that's why, uh, long story short, um, I've gone on for quite a while here, but that's why um, Marcus Cannon gets done before uh, Dante Hightower. Do you think that the fact that they traded Jamie Collins that gives Dante Hightower more contract negotiation um, room to work with? Big, like, hey, I'm the only linebacker you have. I have, you know, the powers in his court now to demand more money and, you know, reasonably get it. Certainly, his agent's going to make that case, and uh, uh, I would expect that to be the case. Uh, absolutely, uh, that uh, the leverage uh, Dante Hightower has um, has taken a step up uh, after the in, in the wake of the. Um, not only the Jamie Collins trade, but the benching of uh, Jamal Sheard, who's played a little bit better since uh, coming back. I thought he played okay last week against the Jets, but when you take those two things into consideration, certainly it gives uh, Dante Hightower more leverage at the bargaining table. Hey, Trags, so clearly now that Gronk is out for most likely the entire season, maybe the Super Bowl, if that's a thing. Oh, he's out. Uh, he's on IR. He's out. He's, he's, he's completely done. Okay. So, with him being completely out now, uh, Martellus Bennett's clearly going to be in the works to be the the one of the top receivers in the offense, but he's been hobbled by an ankle injury over the past few weeks now. How do you see them using him today against a pretty weak L.A. Rams team? Uh, say that again. I'm sorry. I got uh, cut off here. I was I was asking about Martellus Bennett. He's been hobbled by an ankle injury. Uh, he went down last week, came back in the game, but wasn't utilized as much as he usually is. Uh, how do you think they use him today against a pretty weak L.A. Rams team? Well, uh, I think they use him on third down quite a bit. Uh, I think they'll use him in certain situations that Rob Gronkowski would be used in, but not all of them. Uh, certainly on third down, they would. I would think look to Martellus Bennett if it's third and five or any longer than that. He is certainly an option. Uh, in the passing game, uh, and I would also expect him to uh, help uh, with the running game, um, but I don't think they're going to use him as much um, 
to substitute for Rob Gronkowski, as you might think. I think they're going to go in other ways, other options. And I think with um, the St. Louis Rams, the L.A. Rams being as depleted as they are defensively, uh, they will not have Robert Quinn, a pass rusher today. I think that um, gives the, the Patriots some added options in their offense. Drags, the Patriots are favored by like 12.5 points. I think it is right now. 13. 13 now. Yep. Um, what would it take for the Patriots to lose this game today? <laughs> Turnovers and uh, the Rams playing ball control and Jared Goff, uh, the number one overall uh, draft pick last uh, April, really playing the game of his early young career. That's what it would take. And uh, I just don't see that happening. I mean, God, no. you know. Obviously, the, the Rams have the ability to get after the quarterback, and they could do that, and they do have some uh, big weapons uh, down the field, one of which actually may not play today, Tavon Austin. Um, but uh, they have Kenny Britt still, and, um, you know, I, I just don't – and then they have Todd Gurley, who has really fallen off this year in terms of running production. Uh, I just – the Rams would have to play the perfect game, and a lot of fluky things would have to happen. Uh, to the Patriots for the Rams to even have a prayer in this game. What do you make of Jared Goff? Obviously, it took him a little while to let him actually play um, with Case Keenum in there, but what do you make of Jared Goff? What can we expect to watch tonight? Because a lot of Patriots fans don't get the chance to watch him too often and the Rams too often, so what can we expect to see? Uh, A lot of strong arm uh, throws down the field. I think uh, that you know Jared Goff, if if he gets any type of protection today, is going to look to go vertical uh, against the Patriots simply because that's one of the weaknesses um, you know we've seen in the Patriots' defense is their secondary. Um, and going vertical doesn't always mean going completely over the top and beyond the safety. Sometimes it means finding vertical routes uh, in you know intermediate routes like 15, 20 yards down the field. And that's where I think uh, Jared Goff is what he's going to look to do today against the Patriots' defense. Hey, so Malcolm Mitchell has scored three touchdowns in the past two games. He scored his first career touchdown uh, against the San Francisco 49ers uh, a couple weeks back. Do you think this production is going to keep up for him? Because I'm very intrigued by this player. I liked what I saw from him in the preseason, and I was thinking that he was going to get his first touchdown games before San Francisco, but right now he's looking hot. Do you think this is going to continue? I don't see why it wouldn't. I think the Patriots really like him. I think... Now, he is a rare case where uh, Tom Brady trusts a rookie receiver. Uh, Malcolm Mitchell has shown the ability to pick things up and work very hard in the film room. I wouldn't see why Malcolm Mitchell doesn't uh, keep making progress and keep uh, uh, being a very big part of what the Patriots do offensively, especially on the perimeter. Like I said earlier, uh, Patriots have uh, really revamped it. I think done a really good job of revamping um, their passing game. Malcolm Mitchell, Chris Hogan, and Martellus Bennett Mitchell's been a big part of that, and I would expect that to continue. Jags, one more question before we let you go here. Um, one guy that we've watched over the last couple of weeks here is Deion Lewis. Obviously, big anticipation with him coming back. Looks pretty comfortable. What have you seen from him? Obviously, he's going to have high hopes now as we move forward here. Going to become more and more part of this offense. I think he's going to become more a bigger factor, actually, in the red zone. I wrote about this last night um, leading into today, and that is uh, he's already got three uh, we got three touches last week in the red zone as a running back and one target in the red zone as a receiver. And uh, the Patriots feel that his ability to make people miss is just about back to where it was before his ACL uh, last November against Washington. So uh, I would expect bigger and bigger things and more of a role from Deion Lewis going forward. 
All right, Chargers, we'll let you go. Uh, enjoy the game and appreciate the time. Sounds good, guys. I'll talk to you. Thank you. Mike Petralia, Trags, that is, on Twitter, at Trags. Literally, it's all it is. At yeah. T-R-A-G-S, Trags. Uh, good work. Love his work for EI. Yeah, covers everything. Um, wanted to take the Patriots, but he, he does was, cover the Celtics as well. When I call, when I had to call him in there, he's like, you guys keep calling me. You keep you know harassing me. What's going on? I was like, oh, damn. He's <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just busting your balls. I was like, oh, wow. I was gonna say, this, this interview was going to be really awkward <laughs> if that's how you really felt about that. He seemed pretty chill during this. So yeah, I know. I, know. I thought you were serious for a second. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. I would never no. would have guessed. No, it was hilarious. Oh, man. All right, we're going to take a break here when we come back. Uh, well, who knows what we'll talk about? We'll, we'll be back. Sunny, sit down. ESPN New Hampshire. Are you tired of that same old hairstyle? Do you find yourself pacing up and down the hair care aisle looking for that right look? Now is the time to let Fausto from Manchester give you that new look. Fausto will transform your look from the same old same to show-stopping in one visit. Call or text Fausto today at 603-674-7255. That's 603-674-7255. Call now before the holidays pass you by. Hey Chelsea, guess what? I found out my friend at school is going to be moving into a new house. Oh really? That's cool. Where is she moving to? They don't know yet. They're still looking. Do you think they'll ever be able to find a house? Oh sure. Especially if they go to see Daddy at Pinnacle Mortgage. Right, Isabel? That's right, Chelsea. They'll get low rates, great service, and many options to choose from. You see, Pinnacle Mortgage offers FHA, VA, USDA, conventional, and New Hampshire Housing First-Time Buyers Program. Right, Owen? That's right. So, Maddie, you should tell your friend's parents to go see Dad and the staff at Pinnacle Mortgage. Pinnacle Mortgage. Call 603-518-7900. Pinnacle Mortgage. 65 Market Street, Manchester. And online at PinnacleMTGCorp.com. Pinnacle Mortgage. NMLS number 132-3739. Licensed by the New Hampshire Banking Department. Connecticut Mortgage Broker License number MB 132-3739. Main Loan Broker License number 132-3739. Hertz Stranson. NMLS number 22202. Equal housing opportunity. PinnacleMTGCorp.com. Have you suffered a motor vehicle injury and need professional assistance? Do you need a team that gets you back on track and taking the green? That team for you is Bardis Law. Bardis Law has three attorneys and two paralegals that can assist you if you've been injured in an accident. Athletes get injured on the field and on the track all the time. Routine injuries can be expected in sports. Accidents are not anticipated in everyday activities. If you get injured in a motor vehicle accident, call Bardis Law at 603-420-8588 or visit www.bardislaw.com. In southern New Hampshire, there's only one choice when it comes to the best in orthopedic care. New Hampshire Orthopedic Center has been providing award-winning treatment for all orthopedic conditions for over 40 years. Chances are one of our physicians has helped someone you know get back in motion. Voted best orthopedic office by union leader three years running. Voted top doctors 30 times by peers in New Hampshire Magazine. Tell your primary care physician you'd like to see a specialist at New Hampshire Orthopedic Center. We keep bodies in motion. Visit NHOC.com for more information. Outdoor Almanac, brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Game's Wildlife Journal. When many people think of wildlife in New Hampshire, most don't get past deer, bear, moose, turkey, coyote, fox, and fisher. Oh yeah, maybe a skunk. But on the 25th anniversary of the non-game and endangered wildlife program, they probably should. There are so many other critters that are residents of the state that are part of the outdoor landscape that we see and often take for granted. They deserve another look. As John Cantor, coordinator of Fish and Game's non-game and endangered wildlife program, said so eloquently, quote, when nature is thrown off course, we have 
have a responsibility to help it get back on track. Knowing how much the people of New Hampshire care about their wildlife and wild places, I can't help but think that the future looks bright, unquote. We should all hope that John's optimism will be realized because history is full of examples of after years of turning a blind eye to wildlife issues, when it was too late, societies would say, oops, that's not a word we need to use. Outdoor Almanac is brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Game's Wildlife Journal, the magazine for people with outside interests. Be a part of the conversation and call in at 603-883-9900. You're listening to 1250 Manchester, ESPN, New Hampshire. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. I am Steve Accardi. The Patriots are set to take on the St. Louis Rams today at 1 p.m. The Patriots will be without star tight end Rob Gronkowski, who was placed on season-ending injured reserve and was forced to undergo back surgery. Martellus Bennett, Chris Hogan, and Julian Edelman are all listed as questionable but are expected to play today. On the other side of the ball, slot wide receiver Tavon Austin and sack machine Robert Quinn both will not play today for the Rams. Speaking of the Rams, they have given head coach Jeff Fisher a two-year contract extension. It wasn't pretty, but the Celtics got their second one in a row when they narrowly defeated the Philadelphia 76ers 107-106 last night. Isaiah Thomas led the way for the Seas with 37 points. With victories over the NBA bottom dwellers, the Celtics' next game will be a true test as they will travel to Houston to take on MVP candidate James Harden and the Rockets. Tuka Rass was dominant yet again as he blocked 35 shots en route to a Bruins 2-1 victory over the Buffalo Sabres last night. David Krejci and Patrice Bergeron provided the offense for the Bees en route to their second win in a row. The Bruins have the day off will be back in action on Monday when they battle the Florida Panthers. Clemson clinched a playoff berth in the ACC title with their 42-35 win over Virginia Tech. Alabama crushed Florida to win the SEC West title. Penn State rallied to beat Wisconsin to win the Big East 10 championship. And Oklahoma beat in-state rival Oklahoma State to win the Big 12 championship. This 90-second update was brought to you by Bud Light. Raise one to right now. Why is Matthew Slater not playing? So we don't. Talk, I don't know. I'm actually asking. Um, no, I'm pretty sure he had. Was it something? I thought he got injured in the he, Seahawks game. I thought he got injured in the Seahawks game too. So I think the Patriots inactives are Did Jordan he play last Richards. Week, I think so. He played I think he did, I think he did last, play last week. So why is he not playing? Uh, I'm mean, not a big deal, but like I'm, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I mean, I'm the the Patriots inactives are Jordan Richards, who got hurt last week. Yeah. Um, you got Matthew Slater, Woodrow Hamilton, DJ Foster. He keeps being on and off off Roster. the team. Yep. Inactive. I just did, squad. I, I, I looked at the list and I'm like Matt Slater. Why, Le- is that Le- the Adrian same guy? Waddle. Well, as of right now, it says. It says questionable on Fox Sports. I don't know if it's been, has it been rolled well, out. The Patriots. Yeah, no, yeah, I just they, got they, they I just got it. They, they just released, released it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Adrian so. Waddle, go figure. So it's active again. It's got, is it the foot? It's his foot. That makes sense. Because okay. he was he was held out last week, actually, so he didn't play last so week. So Justin Coleman's inactive again, which is interesting because they're starting to play Logan Ryan in the slot. So are you going to put outside? Rowe? I don't, I don't hate Eric Rowe. I don't like Eric no, Rowe. I don't hate him, though. I don't hate him. But you don't he, like him. No. I, I hate him. <laughs> I actually can't stand the guy. Yeah. Dirtbag. Rude. Just rude. <laughs> you don't even know the guy. Right. You don't even know quickly. me. Don't even know. You don't even know. Um, before we get to this, because that's what, that's what I want to talk about here, but can we can we talk about Von Miller's sex tape real quick? Because what's going on with that? Now all of a sudden he's fighting to get it back, but apparently he wasn't, and the girl came out and said something about how why she kept it, and we don't need to talk about why she kept it. But no, like, no, why, why'd she keep it? She likes to use it <laughs> to take care of herself when she's oh, alone. Oh, my goodness. 
The fact that she admitted that, I, I do give her a round of applause. Like There's some balls. There was like a TMZ video. Literally. And I Literally. Yeah, no, that's what I'm on right now. <laughs> yeah, because I started on Barstool, and that's where I first started. It was on Barstool. Um, and then all of a sudden I watched it, and at the end they're like, well, why, didn't, why didn't you just get rid of it? And she's like, well, I'll use it to, well, you know. And then like, it this went. is This is the TMZ Sports title. Von Miller's sex tape co-star. They're co-stars. They're, 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 they're stars. <laughs> I didn't extort world. him. I kept footage for masturbation. Yeah. She's honest. She's very honest. Was there at least good dialogue, though? <laughs> <laughs> was it a storyline? Was there a plot to it? Was Von Miller the pizza and guy? And, 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 at the, and at the end, did the sink get fixed? <laughs> <laughs> did, I have to, did, <laughs> did I have to watch all about it the 15 yeah. seconds, or do I have to know yeah, what was happens it, over good that 15 camera seconds? Yeah. <laughs> is the lighting all right? Like, come on. Is this a good journalism product? Von Miller's sex tape partner says the NFL star is full of crap, claiming she never set him up or shook him down. <laughs> And says she only yes, kept she the X-rated footage as <laughs> yes, a self-pleasuring aid. I mean, do we believe her? Who no. Cares? Who cares? What is she, but what is she is asking he, for? Is she trying to get money out of it? But she she claims that there she wasn't trying to get money, and then but apparently he's going after it anyway, right? You said that, Nick. He was. He's. This is just a whole court situation. But like, my issue with Von Miller, if you're a celebrity and you're because this happened in Mexico too, if you're a celebrity uh, having I, sex I, I, in Mexico. Don't let somebody else videotape it. It was his idea. Get out. It was it's his idea. Exactly. Don't let it get out. Hey, it is, you're it a though? moron. Is she good looking? Wasn't terrible. Yeah. Dude, yeah. She. Okay. Yeah. Good for you, Von Miller. All right. <laughs> it's Von Miller. He's, yeah. He's makes Whatever. a lot of money. Yeah. He just bought like 300 bottles of wine for the entire. Yeah. His entire division, NFC West. If you have that much money, somebody's gonna somebody's gonna extort you. Why? If, why? If, you, if they have your sex tape, they they can. It's your fault. You let her have the sex tape, man. Come on. Von Miller, honestly, and also, if Von Miller fails another drug test, he's getting a Josh Gordon treatment. Yeah. yeah for a year. Honestly, because he's had, this is his third, third <laughs> suspension. i that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alan Branch just got, just got off on his suspension, thankfully. Well, because the NFL made a mistake, and all, I love how the NFL, they found no traces of marijuana, yet the NFL doesn't even have the decency. All right, we screwed up, dragged his name through the dirt, didn't even offer an apology. No. They what just, the hell's wrong with you well, guys? Well, why would they do that? I it's, hate it's, the, it's NFL. the NFL. Let's I get off the NFL, then. The Let's NFL. get off the NFL. As much as I want to keep talking about sex tapes and Von Miller, we don't need to do the that. Sex tapes sell. Sex tapes Clearly. do sell. <laughs> Clearly. Sex tapes do sell. <laughs> hey, Vince um, McMahon, sex sells. Um... The Boston Celtics, um, last couple of games, they won both games, mind you, against the Kings, against the Sixers. The bottom dwellers the bottom of dwellers, the NBA. But almost went to overtime against both teams. Came down to the wire. What's go- Why can't they just beat these teams? You know what, though? You're struggling. You're trying to get wins, trying to figure out yourself. You need to win these games. The Kings game, I give you, you know, because DeMarcus Cousins, okay, was, the- that's the best I've ever seen him live. And the Kings roster isn't awful. You know, no, like they not. have Collison, they have look, Rudy Gay, Demarcus Cousins. But, but they the have these 76ers guys. on the Matt on the Barnes. second back of the second day of a back to back didn't play in beat and you still win by a point. Looking at the sub 76ers play, starting roster, either, did and B didn't play last night. Neither did Noel. Yeah. Yeah, no, they didn't play. They no, both didn't. didn't play. Oh my god. And they almost lost. Yeah, they almost well, lost. Well, you know what? They that last three point shot was great. It should have been one oh seven to one oh three, but yeah, that was but a good shot. Even though it's still too close. <laughs> oh, very close. But that being said, Philly I Philly has had some good games, like um, keeping it down the wire with Cleveland, and they're getting better. Um, but they need to trade but some look of those at their, big guys look at away. their team, though. Ilya Sova, <laughs> Gerald Henderson, he was great with the Bobcats. He was really good with the Bobcats. Five years ago, yes. when no one else would not as had the as balls to take a jump shot. Not as good as his dad. Stakowskis. Oh, I, I butchered that name. You really did. Wow. Sorry, yeah. I'm sick. Well, uh, you, the kid from the don't shooter use that from Sorry, I'm sick. Sorry, I'm just saying. You sound fine. I am too, and I haven't said it once. <laughs> you know what from, I've seen way Michigan. too much of? I this can't year? believe you just tried playing that card. I did play that card, man. <laughs> this is the winter. Everybody's sick. But here's, here's the thing. Well, not though. yet. The only, there's one. Darryl's, oh, you're right. 
Well, I woke up this morning. My throat was like. Uh, I, was, th- I said to Amanda, oh, I was I'm like, been- I was like, my throat's like, I sound good, right? <laughs> she was like, no, you sound awful. I've been TKO for a week. Did you bring her here to babysit? Is that why she's yeah, here? Exactly. Yeah, Just I- if I go down, <laughs> she's got to carry me. Yeah, out. she's sitting there in the corner, freezing her butt off, playing like Candy Crush. She actually probably is playing. She's having a blast. <laughs> having she a blast. That was a great but, date but, night. Great date but, night. But one problem with her. No offense. She doesn't watch movies. Who doesn't watch movies? Listen, there's there's speed bumps in every relationship you get to work. Dude, that's through. not I mean, a speed bump, man. While, that's just so. like two and a half years, man. <laughs> that's not a two speed bump. Years. That's like a boulder. Like that. I don't know how you get over that. That's huge. how do you not watch movies? But upside, she doesn't throw watch Net- Game of Thrones, so we're good. It, throw Netflix and chill out the window. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. New girl and chill. New girl. And new chill. girl. And Dude, chill. she doesn't even like yo, new girl. You, yo, you don't. New Girl's awesome. <laughs> I watch that show every Talk day to her. at the Talk barber to shop, her. dude. Talk to her I love real. that show. Preach. Dude, they do uh, Cleveland show, uh, American American Dad, Family Guy, and then bam, right into New Girl. And it's like an awesome three or four hours of TV <laughs> if you Ross, guys Ross sit indoors never more excited. at work all day. Yeah, yeah. I- love the show. You know that's my new nickname for you, Friend Zone, right? Friends that's it dude. forever. Hey. Knowing that story, that's your new nickname. Listen, if, Two if years. I could, if I could get that's dedication. Like, if I could get a nickname, I'll live with it. I'll live with the friend zone. No, that, that's, that's not a good nickname. I will live with any no. Ross, pri- <laughs> Steve, and Ross start prying about how they met and everything, and all of a sudden he, she's just like, "Well, he, he grew a beard, so that was nice." <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, for my friend group at home used to call me Small Balls for no reason. They've never okay, seen my balls. D- well, two-year friend zone. So I can live. I can live with that nickname. Why would you? That kind of sex doesn't sell. We need to. We need to. Yeah, exactly. Bring you need to you stop. We need yeah. to. We're on Facebook Live. People can actually see you now. Can't hide behind the radio. No. No. Okay. Hey, hey, I'm sorry. I mean, why would you admit she, that? I thought she was I thought right. Small like, balls. God, do you have a sex tape too? To use the pleasure yourself. Like, why would you admit that? Jesus. So the Celtics. I don't know how we got here. I don't know how we got down this slippery slope. Start talking about movies, wow. nicknames. Yeah, All right, let's do this because I actually wanted to talk about this. I know I got off track, but that was great. Um, DeMar- <laughs> we, DeMarcus Cousins was in town, right? This team's struggling. Friends. W- would you trade for DeMarcus Cousins? <laughs> right now. Friend zone. Let's start with you. Friend zone. DeMarcus Cousins, would you take him? Boogie Cousins is the, he's the guy I want. You take anything at this <laughs> point. <laughs> if you look at my Twitter, <laughs> if you look at my Twitter, Boogie Cousins is the guy that I want in Boston. They should have had him. They should have melted the minds of everybody in the yep. NBA, and he should have ran out of the. He should have ran out of the locker room in a Celtics. Yeah, exactly. If, you, if, just, if anyone was any anywhere up in the air about it, and you watched the Kings game the other night against the Celtics, you need rebound. You no, que- no question at all. You, because there's not a lot of chances for us to watch him. You know, on the no, West Coast, no, not it's hard really. to see, And the Kings aren't good. Yeah. So like they're not on national TV. They're not air. Um, so you have to have like league pass or whatever to watch the Kings play. Yep. Um, but anyone who's watched him watched him play the other night. You watched him be a bully down low. He really be aggressive and not care. He did. You need a guy who's not afraid to be a, a prick. You need attitude no. on this and, team, and you need rebounding. And here's the thing with him. He did everything, and he was engaged. And honestly, I can't blame him for not being – I mean, you're a professional basketball player getting paid millions and millions of dollars. You just be engaged every night. But in Sacramento, they suck. And they suck since Chris Webber left. Like, they've been yeah. awful since then. Since like he was two. engaged. <laughs> his defensively, he was dominant. He's in three point shots. He kept them in the game. He was just ridiculous. He was unstoppable. And his stat line wasn't even that ridiculous. He had only had twenty seven points. So who, you, was who like, do you give up for him? Everybody. Smart and the Demarcus Cousins is the only person on the court. You bring the entire <laughs> team to Sacramento. No, 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 no. I, th- I think no, Brooklyn I, picks both of them, especially yeah. with you have to. That's with, 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 I mean, and now smart. that you saw Lonzo Ball, what he just did against Kentucky. Yeah. 
they just UCLA just beat Kentucky. Lonzo Ball had another great game. That he's probably the number one pick. That stock's okay, rising. If you trade, if they ask for you, because obviously we know how much they love Jay Crowder. They didn't. I mean, obviously, obviously, well, the deal for Jimmy Butler was a lot. Besides, I know Jay Crowder was in it, but they, they asked a lot for Jimmy Butler. They asked like that was a lot. But the thing is, with the two picks, say Jay Crowder and Avery Bradley, that's too no. much. Would you do that that's for Demarcus Cousins? No, I mean, I would. That's too I would. I would. No, I would, I would. Are you kidding me? But that's too much. Though. In a heartbeat. Yeah, but that's too much. I think you're gonna, okay, you're what, gonna what have if to give it was, up. What if much? it was Marcus Smart instead of Avery Bradley? Yes, stunned. So now tomorrow. you're, you're covering Avery give Bradley. Up, that I wouldn't. Much. You know, you might oh, want to separate so those much two better anyway. than Marcus Smart. It's not I even wouldn't funny. get rid of Crowder. You wouldn't at all. Really? I mean, why? Would you, would you do? Would you do Bradley and Smart? Bradley and Smart and keep Crowder. I'd be. I would do that in the picks. And then if you really, well, you try try to keep one of the picks. See what you can do with that. If you need to give two, whatever. Just because, dude. Next next year's next year's draft classes. Yeah, if you need, I know, I know, but you're gonna have to give that up to get to Marcus yeah, Cousins. Yeah, but sure. but like you say, you hold on to the other one, and then maybe yeah. get number one pick again. But if you give up, if you only give up one pick, you're giving up more players. Yeah, I agree. I think so you, you got to get both. You can't give up too many players. Or you're gonna spiral back to where the Kings have been, where you yep. have Demarcus Cousins and nobody else. So you have to kind of draw that fine line. Kind of. Also, like- we've seen Isaiah Thomas play with Demarcus Cousins before. Mind you, Isaiah's a different guy since he's been here, going but- from Sacramento to Phoenix to here, but. I look at it as can they play together? Can they can they figure it out? I think yes because I, I, one Brad Stevens is there and two Al Horford's there to kind of frame them all. I feel like that's the bigger question: Can Al Horford and Demarcus Cousins play together? I think yes, that's absolutely. That, that's not even a question. I think yes in a heartbeat. I think the biggest question is can Brad Stevens coach Demarcus Cousins? I think Cousins because, would be happier because he's going to be on a team that actually has a chance to win. Okay, but he, wasn't, long, he, wasn't he like this in college too when he won? Well, that's the thing. When as long as, as, long as Brad just set it down the first day he came in, if he just set him down, just like listen, we're going to talk for however long we need to. We're gonna get this figured out, and we're gonna actually work to do something because they both of them together could. I think could do great. I think things. Demarcus Cousins could fit into what you're doing here, right? He's yeah, that. Yep. Lo- I mean, granted, you need a wing score to win a championship. You need that guy, um, but Demarcus Cousins Hayward. is the next I step. I don't you know? know why Brad came out and said I, I don't want to coach him. Though. And but and that's the like, worst part about it. He's come out and flat out and said it. That, like, that's, like I don't that's, really want to coach I, him. I seen that I'm like, like what? what? Are you? Re- I'm like, you're I'm not like, recruiting here. Like you're not that. You're not Popovich. You're not that good to to say that. A lot of people have spawned and, him as and, the next Greg Popovich. Well, yeah. What? A lot of people have spawned I'm not, him. A lot of people have. I'm not, I'm not either. People Pop, are like Popovich statues. Has. Popovich is Popovich has. Popovich has. <laughs> here's the thing about Popovich. He's a and, beast. And also beast. because he, he kind of has the GM. No one's better at drafting players than Popovich. No. Look at the kid they just drafted 32. Or um, not 32. The second to last pick. Um, he's ridiculous. I think he went to you. And then they well, look, at the, look at the quad letter find. Yeah. They, they, no he can draft. Popovich finds the best talent. Also, he coaches up the best talent. He, he's Bill Belichick, except he's actually more fun to talk to. Yes, he actually talks. Look what he did to Steven Jackson. Problem child. Came here. Boom. Role player. Oh, defensive mind. He wrong. does it with everybody. I think Brad Stevens could handle DeMarcus Cousins. I, oh, yeah, I, I just don't think he thinks he can. Yeah. And that's the problem. Well, that's that a, well the, the problem. Unless, unless they already have like a a history or whatever where something may have been said or done or whatever i i've never heard of any of yeah. it you mean like i don't i don't see where they would have ever crossed paths so to just hear like oh yeah people say demarcus he's he's this he's that he says this in the locker room okay well be the coach and be like listen not gonna happen here let's all work yeah. together you're gonna be happier here because i'm not george carl and the thing so. is yeah the problem <laughs> yeah, is, with Brad, oh God, the problem no, is he hated him brad yeah. stevens has never coached a trouble Look at what we had in Butler. Ugh. Nobody there. He had good kids all the way he around. Had, he all had American choir white boys. There. All American white boys. That's what no, he had. No, he had, he had a black guy. I forget his name. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're going. Well, in the end, you need a rebounder. You need you, you, you need, need a Demarcus no, Cousins rebounder. You need superstars, and all superstars in the NBA are not good guys. Superstar and a rebounder, both Demarcus Cousins. And he Fits wants to win. You need to have emotion, no, you, fire. You, you, you don't need, want a guy to just have a blank you, slate. In the NBA, we know you need a superstar to win. 
most superstars are all egotistical and they all care about themselves. If Brad Stevens can't coach that, he can't coach himself. But I feel like he DeMar- can't do it. I feel like DeMarcus Cousins would care about winning. Make the Celtics great Wait, again. Plus, plus the with Isaiah in Horford in his head. Agreed. Sunday sit down, ESPN New Hampshire, hour one of the books. When we come back, we're going to take a closer look at uh, Patriots Rams, one o'clock kickoff. We'll be back.